Welcome to Hardwood Group Chat, a new podcast where we replace those iMessage rants with actual conversations. Welcome to episode five. It's 10 a.m. Eastern, uh, Saturday morning. I'm here with my best friends, Karno Sarkar and Neil Bhattacharya. How are you guys doing today? Feeling great. Uh, keeping some good energy for the Michigan game tonight. Big what, a, what a week, man. What a week. All I got to say is Cam lied, Tebow cried, or Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah, hey, Roll Tide today, too. Michigan fans should be Alabama fans today. <laughs> so, on, so on this week's podcast, uh, we, you know, it's been a few weeks since uh, since we last had our podcast, so we just want to do a weekly recap of the things been, been that's been going on around the league, and then cover uh, some extracurricular events that we've been uh, experiencing through uh, Thanksgiving, uh, my birthday party where you guys came to visit, and then uh, you know the latest college football playoff rankings have been heating up. Um, and then we're going to take you into the next portion of our podcast where we have two topics to cover, one being the 2016 draft. That's going to be uh, how, how would we redraft that class this, this year? And then we're going to talk a little bit about potential trades to make the contenders in the NBA even better than they are today. What do they need to become NBA champions? Um, so with that, uh, how, how have you guys been? What have you guys been watching around the league? Well, first, let's give a, a birthday shout out to Moynat. Two weeks ago was, uh, well, I guess 13 days ago was his 26th birthday. So he has to buy his own insurance now. So happy birthday, man. Yeah. And the hangovers <laughs> hurt more. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Funny, um, funny thing is that that was the first time in a long time that the three of us were actually together. So that was great. Um, Carno came in, surprised me, played some uh, Undertaker the undertaker entrance song uh as he surprised me um it was a good time good time overall yeah. um yeah. but yeah man uh you guys have a good thanksgiving yeah let's chill it was great uh it would have been better if uh you know michigan state actually was in like a good game <laughs> uh but it was great to uh be at home that was a good uh, game though but yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, Michigan State versus Penn State was great. Michigan versus Ohio State was even better. That was an absolute spanking, something I did not expect. Yeah, that was that was probably the best Michigan football movement I've had since uh, – probably since Lloyd Carr crushed Tebow in 2007. That was – Really? That was also – that, that yeah. one was always – that one was really bittersweet for me. I loved that game. Yeah, the greatest coach, I think – in Michigan history still like guys, I'm a Michigan state fan, obviously, but growing up, I was a Michigan fan and that Lloyd Carr over any coach is my favorite coach in college football, uh, including Mark D'Antonio. That, that guy has a special place in my heart. Um, all right. So on the basketball front, we got the Suns who have been red hot. I mean, they did lose last night to the warriors, but almost, a, they almost played a back-to-back at that point. Hard to get, Two straight yeah, I mean, wins. Okay, they also they also played last night without Booker, so who knows what would happen. Yeah. Um, and then hey, I gotta say, DeAndre Ayton is a tank. Yeah. That guy is so good. His development, like he fully deserved the number one pick. He's a defender, he can he's nimble, he can guard guards essentially on the perimeter because of his length, and then he just freaking stops people on the drive and then offensively you, you, you put it down to him in the post with like, you know, six to eight feet away from the basket. It's going in. The guy, the guy is, the guy's the real deal. Top five big man. He is. I think he is. Uh-huh. There it is. 
Yeah, no, I, I, he, he's been under the radar. Uh, and I think, you know, his playoff performance last year, it you know, really vaulted him uh, to, to that status, but he's, dude, the guy's backing it up this year. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I think, I think we watched the Western conference finals last night, honestly. Probably. Yeah. Probably. And, and Clay is finally per participating in scrimmages and yeah. Clay's going to come back. Um, you know, so you guys see how the shot distribution changes for the Warriors. I think it's still going to be, I think it's going to be even better now. I, I, I can't see, you know, a, a situation where any other chemistry is comes he, off when you got, you think he'll, yeah, you think he'll start over pool and yeah, he, I think so. I think oh, hell yeah. I think pool comes, no, no, no. I mean like start yeah, not over, but like, do you think pool will still start when clay comes back? Or no, I don't, I don't think so. Cause yeah. you know, yeah. pool, pool has the, the biggest green light in the NBA yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, that guy comes on and like whatever he'll be one for one for 12 maybe but then the next night dude he'll be like seven for ten you know the the guy has all the all the green light in the world so why not just bring him off the bench where he can do that in a very shortened timeline be like jr smith out there yeah Yeah. think jr smith from like the old days like that that guy like came in for buckets and that's that's him and paul also the guy that we didn't mention that's also probably i would say better than jordan Poole is gary payton jr He's not better than Jordan Poole. Okay, I don't know about Bro, better. Yeah. Gary Payne Jr. Better. Jordan Poole can't play. Like Gary Payne can do it all except shoot. Like, yeah, but shooting is big. Take all the ass. He can dunk and he can play defense. Play defense. Jordan Poole cannot play defense, man. It'll develop. Gary Payne has no offensive game outside of dunking. That's yeah, what you mean. I mean, it's fun to watch. It's, it's fun, fun to watch, watch yeah. But it's uh, definitely, he's definitely not better than Jordan yeah. Poole. Oh, the Michigan fan comes on them. <laughs> um. All right, what else have you guys been watching? Um, I, I, was, I was watching the Bucks. Uh, so they lost recently, but before that, they were on a pretty hot hot streak. We were talking earlier in this pod, like, like in previous episodes, that you know the Bucks are struggling. They had some injuries. Uh, they're back. They're back. They're back in playoff contention. I think they're. Uh, let me check what seed they are, but they're they're um, looking good. Yeah. Um. So I think uh, that 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 is one of the bright spots of the Eastern Conference, um, the more strong conference, as uh, Neil would disagree about. I mean, Phil, hey, Philly's you, uh, Philly's starting to get back on track. Ben Simmons' mm-hmm. saga. I, I will Philly. say, the commentators repeatedly said we're watching the best two teams in the NBA yesterday, and they're both in the West. So I'm just saying. Yeah, the commentators are also what free ex Western Conference coaches. It was a Van Gundy? Mark, and, uh, Mark Jackson was a tip. Uh, come on. <laughs> no, a, Mark Jackson's a West dude, man. Mark Jackson's a West dude. But anyway, that's that's for us to discuss later. Hey, and the Nets. The Nets, I think they still got some things to work out because they, they got spanked by the Warriors, right? They got spanked by uh, the Suns. Um, and they're well, the best team representing the East, right? Yeah, they, no- they got spanked, but they're they're going through some a lot of lineup changes right now. I mean, Blake Griffin clearly Blake Griffin is not ass. in. Yeah, he's out of the lineup, so they, they got to now figure refigure it out. And Steve Nash still has them at the top of the group, even though. They're figuring things out, and they still don't have Kyrie situation figured out. So, give them credit for going. This is probably a low time of their uh, of their season, but they're still managed to crank out wins. I mean, the last ten games are eight and two. The only two losses were to those teams, but or to the West teams. Dude, it's, it, it doesn't have to be the top team. It's it's, it's it's the strength of the entire conference. Besides the top two teams, what oh, else does the West have? The East has been sucking in the last three weeks. I'll say it. Yeah, I'll go. They have. No, no. If I look, Knicks, uh, we, Knicks just fell off hard. 
He, he did not hard. Who took their spot? The Miami Heat. Your team, the Heat, man. The Heat have not been playing well. Yeah, they're fourteen they're, and nine. They're losing. They won- they're losing some some questionable games though. Yeah. So if I look and I'm the statistics guy, if I look at point differential and I look at all right, based on like how many points do you score on average? How many points do you give up on average? What is your differential? Out of the all the West teams, most of the teams have a negative point differential, so they are getting outshot and outscored than uh, they're scoring. East only uh what's it one two three four five six six out of the what uh 18 teams 16 teams are have a negative point differential most of them like they're set up to win whereas the net the west teams are set up to lose yeah set so, up but they're not winning like the east teams have been losing recently yeah i mean there's a there's an execution yeah uh factor in there that you're not taking into account right so all right yeah we, we're looking at two teams because there are two teams that are on hot streaks and they yes that those teams carry the West, but in the East you have, I mean, Brooklyn Nets, they lost two games, but they're eight and two in the last week. Uh, Chicago Bulls are six and four. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks are eight and two. Atlanta Hawks won eight games in the last, and they're the 10th uh, the team in the East, but they, they were on an eight game win streak. So um, yes, there's, there's the ESPN flashy headlines of the, the Warriors and the Suns. But if you look down deep down those teams, they, there are some decent teams in the East. They're pretty good teams. Ignoring the Pistons, I, I agree. There's probably a deeper bench, but how do you how do you play against the the Suns and the uh, and the Warriors, man? They're they're that's Milwaukee. They're, I don't yeah. even know if Milwaukee could beat them, to be honest. Oh, no, oh, I mean, they did it. They did it. Put yeah, it they did it. Series. They did it. Did it. Yeah. All right, guys. So that that's going to take us to our first topic of the week, which is a redraft of the 2016 class. Wait, wait. So, before we get there, wait. Before we get there, one 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 headline I had to cover. Inez Cantor is now Inez Cantor Freedom, and that is the coolest name in the NBA. I US think citizen. it's it's cool. It's 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 respectable what he's doing. It's a little cheesy. I mean, Ron no, Artest's man. move was cheesy too. Yeah, I agree. Ron Artest was just very cheesy. crazy. Hey man, Inez Cantor is he's he's fighting like that guy's banned from like half the of the world. And now he's just try, he's just trying to live it up. But you know, let him let him live his cloud, man. Yeah, dude's dude is uh selling selling uh bubble jerseys now with that freedom last name uh who do you think who do you think is under more pressure uh takashi 69 or ennis kenter in terms of watching their back fearing for their life Ooh, still six nine <laughs> no man it's nine's on the streets <laughs> bro ennis kenter probably said the yakuza the kgb like the, the, the thinking about the worst organizations in the world that they yeah. create all james bond movies after that's how ennis, he says kenter ennis is internationally wanted that's that's yeah. That's the difference. And six nine, how is he not dead yet, man? He's got some good security. Yeah, clearly. All right, sorry to distract you more. All right, Neil, Neil, take it away. All right, let's 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 redraft the top ten picks of the twenty sixteen NBA draft. Um, I, I will. So I'll start so, with number one, and then I'll, or I'll I'll say the top ten picks right now, and then I'll say notable picks in the draft, and we, and we can order them. So number one was Ben Simmons. Number two was Brandon Ingram. To what team? To which team? Uh, to, to Philly. Okay. Uh, number two, Ingram to uh, Lakers. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Three, Jalen Brown to Celtics. Four, Dragon Bender to the Suns. Uh, five, Chris Dunn to the Timberwolves. Oh, I love that guy. Loved six, him in college. Six, Buddy Heald uh, to, the, to the Pelicans. Uh, Jamal, seven, Jamal Murray to the Nuggets. It was way too low. Uh, eight, Marquise. Who the hell is Marquise Chris? 
to the Kings. Oh, Marcus Quist. Yeah, from uh, uh, Mar- oh, oh yeah, yeah, Marcus. Quist. Uh, but he oh traded to the Suns. Yep. Um. <laughs> Jacob Pottle. Yeah. Jacob Pottle. Yep. <laughs> to the Raptors. Um. Don Maker to the Bucks. Sabonis to the Magic. Traded to the Thunder. Oh, that's eleven. Okay, so that the ten. The ten ended with Don Maker. Um. Yep. So. Notable outside of the top 10 that I think probably deserve to be in the top 10, Sabonis, um, Levert. Hey, Torian Prince, you can throw him in there. Um, Juan yeah, Hernando yeah. Gomez. Siakam. Uh, he's a good role player, but yeah, Siakam definitely. DeJounte Murray. For DeJounte sure. Murray. Yep. Um, Damian Jones is not bad. He's a great defense. Maybe player. Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. What? Yeah. Yes. Malcolm Brogdon is definitely in there. Go Zubach, um, then, Zubach then, too. Uh, uh, no, not Zubach, not top ten. Um, and then uh, un- uh, I think one other who went undrafted was uh, Van Fleet and Caruso and Caruso. The future. I, I'm going to make a, a a campaign this year to get Alex Caruso in the Eastern Conference uh, uh, All Star team. That guy deserves it. His defense is, is defense lights out. Teams, yeah, he's another player. Players abusing yeah. players. He does everything, everything, all like the nitty gritty the right way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, another player uh, that I don't know. I mean, I was kind of defending him is Gary Payne Jr., who was um, undrafted. Mm, Derek Jones Jr., who um, you know, maybe big big dunker. Uh, Daniel House from uh, Houston, yeah, maybe yeah, throwing in numbers. Yeah, um, and then. Um, What's his name? Oh man, how did I just miss him? Uh, Damian Lee uh, from yeah. um, the Warriors. The Warriors, he's pretty. And good. you, you already said Fred Van. Lee, yeah. Fred Van, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that guy gets paid. He deserves it. Um, okay, number one, probably not Ben Simmons anymore. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, man. Yeah. I mean, he's he's had All Star games. I think. I think still... you got to put Jalen Brown at one. Then are we talking about career? Or are we talking about who? who no, who the would the Philadelphia player? 76ers pick in that? Like, if you had to, if Philadelphia was on the clock in 2016, who would they pick? No, no, no. Redrafting does redrafting mean back then, or if you're redrafting today? Nah, redrafting yeah, back... today. Who is the, who yeah, the yeah. best players? Right? Yeah, That's how... but it has to be based on the teams, like the teams need, right? Yeah. Okay. I still think Sixers would take Jalen Brown. One, yeah, I, I think they're still going to take Ben Simmons. You take the I best think... available player. All right, wait, but... hold on. Is Jalen Brown better than Brandon Ingram? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Injury, injury, bad teams. Like, dude, Brandon both Ingram have injury ball, history. Jalen Brown is Jalen Brown is a consistent All Star. Brandon Ingram can ball because he's the one getting the ball. Yeah, Jalen Brown's sharing with uh, Jason Tatum and still making All Star games. Dude, Brandon Ingram had a great season last year. I don't know. Did man. the team make the playoffs? No, like like I said, like he has to get touches, but like the dude would be would be valuable on Philly too. I'm sure like he he can play. It, it, I mean, I don't think he's he needs to be as ball dominant if he's on a title contender. But dude, length and athleticism go so far. Jalen Brown, that, I think they have similar offensive capability, but Jalen Brown is an extremely better defender than Brandon Ingram. But yeah, let's let's think about what the Philadelphia 76ers needed at the time is they needed defense and they needed a playmaker is brandon ingram a playmaker he's just an offensive no. threat he's not he's not yeah. a playmaker the guy averaged what the three or four assists a game not not a playmaker he, he needs the ball and he's shooting is jalen brown a playmaker potentially but not to the same he's not the guy bringing the ball forward that's going to be tatum or um what's it called um uh who's their point guard now 
Um, wow, who is the point guard for the Celtics now? Uh, oh, Marcus Smart. No, um, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's going to be them. It's not going to be Jalen Brown. There's, there's a name out there. There's a name out there that we, we – go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say you could interchange them. I think it goes Jalen 1, Brandon 2, or Brandon 1, Jalen 2. Like, I think they're the top two. What about Jamal Murray? Uh, it would be three. Point guard, but think about the Philadelphia Sunday He's a point guard that can play defense. It's true. He's a big Dude, I take Jamal Murray. We're forgetting what he did in the bubble. Like, because yeah. he's injured, yeah. we're, 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 there's some recency bias. Dude, Jamal Murray can ball. <laughs> yeah, he can. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, mean, I didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. He's yeah. inconsistent, but dude, he's the prototypical point guard that you want for, for a, you know, uh, getting the ball moving, making some crazy layups, and then shooting the three efficiently. All right, so how, about- how do we feel about this then? Uh, uh, Jamal Murray, one to the Sixers. Jalen Brown, two to the Lakers. Ingram, three to the Celtics. Yeah. I could see no, it. No, no. I'd, I'd put... So again, I, we don't have to agree on this. We're all going to be have different opinions. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, either Jamal or Ben at one, and whoever doesn't go there, well, like the Lakers are going to pick up. So if, if Jamal goes to the uh, to the Seventy Sixers, Ben Simmons is going to the Lakers because LeBron's on that team, and Ben Simmons is the perfect guy that can play defense when LeBron's not doing it, and play make when LeBron wants to fall in the post. Um, and this is the time when we we all knew that LeBron's going to the Lakers. Because I think they just won the championship and it was inevitable. He's going to the Lakers. Um, so I think it's going to be Ben Simmons at two. If if he doesn't get picked one. If he yeah. does get picked one, then yes, I agree. Jalen Brown is two. Yeah, this this team, at, at, like figuring out the right fit for the team just adds so much more complexity. Dude, we, hey, that's, that's the whole point of being a GM, though. Yeah. I think in, I think when you're yeah. drafting though, they take the best available player. Yeah, you gotta take the best talent. Yeah. You gotta take the best talent. All the Pistons that every time they draft, because that's clearly not what they've done. <laughs> they're, they're a special uh, special scenario. Well, if you also think about like, all right, the year that um, the Lake, or sorry, the uh, the Warriors picked Wiseman over Lamelo. They knew Lamelo was better, but they just wanted a big man. Or the year that um, uh, Wise or uh, Aiton got picked, Aiton was not the best player that year. It's probably Trey Young or um, Luka no. Doncic. Trey, Trey Young was not. I mean, like he obviously had a good college, like scene, whatever last year. But he, there were so many doubts about him. Yeah, yeah. But, and nobody. Anyway, Luca. Luca was a question mark. But yeah, yeah. Well, let's roll through the next pick. Uh, the next few picks. Um, yep. So we have um, like we were those all... four. Those four we have basically: Jamal, oh, Ingram, four. Ben, Jalen. Yeah, in some order in the top four. Yeah. Playmakers think, are going off top. I think you got to go Sabonis at five. So five would be the Minnesota Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves already have Cat. Sabonis is a four, though. Yeah, he's a four. Cat's their front court. Yeah. Sabonis mm. is a good four. He's a stretch four. Yeah. See, I'm thinking Karis LeVert. Sabonis is better than Karis LeVert. But the backcourt. <laughs> backcourt needs it. Just lost, um, what's his name? Jimmy Butler, right? Yeah, that's true. Or maybe, uh, maybe my timeline's wrong. No. Anyway, I mean, I think like backcourt is is a, is a definite need of that team. That mean that would mean Sabonis goes to the Pelicans, which they don't need him. 
Well, they don't have Zion oh, at this time. Yeah, it makes... Pelicans could take anyone and get. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, they don't have Zion at this time. They technically still they have, have AD. Uh, they have AD, AD. Yeah. yeah, yeah. AD and Sabonis. Ooh, yeah. AD can play the five. Sabonis the four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that could happen. I'm just looking through the talent, man. Like, Karis LeVert definitely needs to be higher. Pascal yep. Siakam, dude. Siakam. Yeah. yeah he is, he oh. Is... Siakam to the Pelicans? Siakam no, no. Is better than Sabonis. No, he's not. No, Siakam he's not. can't. No, Siakam is a better like post player than Sabonis. But Sabonis can uh, expand. Yeah. Sabonis is an all star. Yeah, I mean, so is Siakam. Was, was Siakam not in two like two years ago? Yeah, yeah. Siakam's an all star too. Guys, an NBA he's champion. A... Yeah, that that means nothing when he had that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kawhi on your team carrying you. <laughs> Dude, but no, Siakam was instrumental. That like he's a he's a good two way player. He is. I think I still think Sabonis is better. It's he, just his shitty team. Right, but the, the need of 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 the um, Minnesota at that time, I think they wanted people like to space. So if you go Minnesota at Harris and then New Orleans Pelicans, they want a post present because A80 is leaving. Like LeBron, Rich Paul is telling them like our right, 80s going to LA. <laughs> So you need someone that can like can Siakam be a franchise player? Probably not. Can Sabonis? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he is for the Pacers yeah. right now. Uh, yeah. And then so okay, so that 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 would put us the Denver Nuggets. We got Jamal Murray at seven, but we're assuming Jamal Murray's gone at this point. Brogdon. Brogdon. What has uh, he done? What, what has he done since? Being at the Pacers, honestly, dude, the Pacers he's good. He's he's a good. He's, he's a injured a lot. Good. It's not. It's not. What about Dejounte Murray? Oh, oh, yeah. Scratch what I said. Dejounte over. Or or my boy Caruso. No, not yet. What the Caruso? Caruso is a guy that you pick up, you know, in the second round. Yeah. Just you know, maybe dude, that guy's gonna be an all star this year. Caruso's so, so good, man. He doesn't score enough to be an all-star. Yeah, you know he who might be an all-star on the He's on the bench. That's why. If he was a starter, he'd be he scoring could be a six game. man. He could be a six man. I, I don't trust to run my offense through Caruso. I'll tell you that. Oh, I do. I put, Get out of I here. put the faith in my Get team in Caruso, man. Here, man. Yes. Hell yes, I put my team in Caruso. All right. That time has come for me. Uh, I unfortunately need to head out. But... I think in some order, I think we listed off 10 guys there. I, I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Caruso deserves to be in the top 10. I think Brogdon, DeJounte, and Van Fleet probably do. What about um, Buddy Heald? The highest uh, field goal percentage in the game, right? He is good. That's true. He is valuable. There's he is valuable. Had there. Yeah. Ah, that's something we can discuss. We'll probably do like a more expansive dra- redraft of this. And actually look at team need. Why do we pick 2016? Ben Simmons is in it. <laughs> Dude, just find a way to shit on Ben Simmons any way possible. 2017 is when we game. took Luke Kennard over uh, Donovan. So. God damn. Hey, hey, Luke Kennard's an ice-cold killer, man. Luke Kennard is, is not even a fourth of the player Donovan Mitchell is. But the guy can kill LeBron. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell kill LeBron? No. Luke Kennard did it yesterday. Two dagger threes in the last three minutes. Dude, he always does that. Yeah. Luke Kennard always does that, I will say. <laughs> if you need a team to beat LeBron, Luke Kennard's your guy. Donovan Mitchell's not your guy. <laughs> I I stand by that pick of the Pistons. I don't. I absolutely don't. He's not <laughs> even so, on the Pistons anymore. So That's sarcastic here, yeah. <laughs> but that guy, oh, my God, an ice cold killer. Man. 
All right, Neil. All right, thanks Neil. for joining right. this week. Yep. All right. Yep. Enjoy the next week. topic, guys. All right. Yep. Final, yeah. let's take it to the uh, NBA trade machine. So our final topic of the day is what do the top five teams need uh, and what can they do for the trade deadline to make themselves best equipped for the playoffs and give them the best chance of winning the NBA championship? Yep. Um, so how do you want to take this? Should we start? Let's, with- let's list out the top five teams right now. And like, like, let's cover what their needs are. Yeah. Um, so number one's uh, Golden State. Yep. So uh, um, what does Golden State need? Uh, look, so here, hold up. Let's uh, let's list these out first. So top five teams in the total league right now: Warriors, Suns, Nets, Jazz, Bulls, and then oh. on the periphery got Miami, the Wizards, the Bucks. I mean, I don't really want to cover anything with Miami or the Wizards. Um, the Bucks, Bucks are maybe. pretty. Bucks maybe. Yeah, Bucks maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think we could cover the top five. Chicago is going to be interesting if there is, if there is a trade to be made there, but why don't we, why don't we take it from the top and start with the Warriors? Yeah. Let me first say this because Neil's gone and I can shit on this out of those eight teams. How many of those were East teams and how many of their West three of them were West teams and the rest were East. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I just think the East is deeper. It's deeper this year, but I like the, 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 the best teams in the entire league are the Warriors and the Suns, and then they just flatten out from there. Like, dude, we'll Lakers see. Lakers are a mess. Can't trust the Trailblazers. Clippers are all over the place. Mavericks, don't think <coughs> Luka and Kristaps can, uh, yeah. can get together and make things happen. So when it comes down to the playoffs, it's going to be more fun watching the East, the beginning rounds of the East and the West, just because... For sure, for yeah. sure. All right, okay. We'll, we'll see how the things go later, but uh, let's, cu- let's go through these players yeah. on the West. Okay. Um, so the starters right now uh, are uh, Steph Curry, obviously. Uh, we're going to put, even though Jordan Poole is currently the shooting guard, let's say Clay Thompson is a shooting guard. Right? Because when yeah. he comes back, he's going to be the shooting guard. Yeah. Um, Andrew Wiggins, uh, small forward. Mm-hmm. Ooh, interesting. Maybe he's going to keep Jordan Poole, but uh, uh, Clay Thompson instead of Andrew Wiggins. I don't know. Anyway, um, I think there's a very clear. I think there's a very clear player prototype that they need. Yeah, like a a big man. Exactly. Yeah. Like basically fill the gap that James Wiseman was supposed to do. You know who that guy is? And this is a lot of people have been saying this. Bill Simmons mentioned it, but I think it just makes the most sense. It's uh, Miles Turner. That's really try to go and get, dude. Miles Turner. He can he can hit the three. He's a great defender. Leads the league in blocks right now. He's on a mm-hmm. shitty team in Indian in Indy. I, I don't know like how they use him, what they do with him, but the guy definitely has value. Like he, he's experienced. He's basically a vet now. Bring him mm-hmm. in. Bring him in. And when Wiseman can get better whenever he gets better, but that's instant defense. And it's in and then you're basically getting three and D for a big guy, which is perfect for the Warriors. You'd have to pay a premium to get um Miles Turner because Indiana doesn't play when it comes to trades, like they're not going to say, all right, all right, we'll give you Miles Turner. You just give us Wiseman, um, Moody and Kaminga. You're going to need to pay a first for a couple first rounders. Those yeah. three, it's, it's going to take a lot. It's going to deplete a lot of the youth that we're kind of relying on the warriors to have. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I mean, ideal option, but it's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm looking, I'm thinking through like other, big men that would probably be on the move it's i I mean christian wood 
is also out there in, in, in Houston. There is a name out there that I think he doesn't want to play. He's not even playing for his team, but I think he would be great if he uh, joined. And it's Marvin Bagley. Um, Marvin Bagley is currently playing for um, the Kings or not playing for the Kings, but he's their top three pick uh, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Great player out of Duke, huge size, can play in the post, um, but just doesn't want to play for that team because he wants to get traded. That team sucks. Um, so I think Marvin Bagley, and you can get him for cheap because he yeah, wants out. Because he wants uh, out, and yeah. he, he, he really hasn't realized his potential. Like, yep. let's be honest there. So, uh, and, you know, atrocious on, atrocious on defense, um, but you put him in a system, you under Steve Kerr, and you give him a very specific role, which Steve Kerr is literally the mastermind of. Yep. You get your big guy who is yeah. offensively gifted. Yeah, and I mean Draymond will teach him the ropes on defense if needed. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, what uh, I was thinking, like one other player that you know, probably not because of the whole social climate, but like Myers Leonard's still out there. He's a good big <laughs> man. He's not bad. <laughs> it's all social. You know, yeah. if you really want something cheap. <laughs> yeah really really try to get some bang for your buck um yeah i don't don't know if that would happen but uh i guess i guess he's still out there um all right all right so all right. maybe maybe we move down to uh the suns well, who do the suns need so and, the sun maybe starters... and maybe they don't need anyone maybe they don't but yeah yeah so the sun starters right now are chris paul Devin booker mikhail bridges jay crowder and deandre Ayton, which is a solid solid starting group yeah. Let's look at the reserves, though. So they're the guy that's coming off the bench. Um, I mean, I would say like Cameron Payne and Cameron Johnson are the two people that they rely on most off the bench. Yep. Uh, and then Landry Shamit as well, although. Dude, very. Uh, very uh, I don't know how you feel about Shamit. Uh, he can I, light it up from three sometimes, but the inconsistency. And, dude, he's got playoff experience, too. Mm-hmm. The thing with Shamit, though, is like, all right, Booker is going to be injured. I mean, he's had injury problems. It's it, it's not it's not the first time. And Chris Paul is also going to have injury problems. So you're going to need a guy that can actually play big minutes and you know hit the. I'm thinking Reggie Jackson type of player. Like yeah. he'll come clutch or Luke Kennard. No, I'm joking. Um, but you know you need a guy that can be reliable. Lou Williams. I think Lou Williams is the perfect example. Like that he can come off and provide offense instantly off the bench and come off for the starter if needed. Yeah, and I don't think Shamit's that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he is either. So you're saying supplement the bench yes. um, by yep. getting, you know, more instant offense What when when Devin Booker is sitting? Yep. And, then, yeah. and even, like, a guy that can play combo, like, point and uh, – because Cameron Payne's good, but Chris Paul yeah. is also going to be injured eventually, so you're going to need another point player. I could see Lou Will. I was just going to say, yeah, Lou Will. I could see him go because they're, they're yeah. the best team right now where he's sitting in Atlanta. I mean, not that Atlanta is in a bad position, but you definitely improve your chances of winning a championship by going to the Suns. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Lou I mean, Will is definitely there. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about like who, who can we trade? Um, so I, I, they have three big men right now on the Suns who I don't know how they use them exactly in the rotation, but you got Frank Kaminsky, Javel McGee and uh dario saric um, and jalen smith don't forget about their uh their first round pick what last year or two years ago okay okay jalen smith yeah who's um, hasn't panned out at all so that, that i mean i was reading a lot of reports that jalen smith could be a trade chip got it got it yeah and then and then you know who do you get as like the 
the the big man, the 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 backup big man uh, right now. That's that's the question. Javale, Javale, Javale's your guy, the backup. Yeah, like he, he, I mean, he'll give you the boards when you need it. Um, like yeah. DeAndre Ayton can kind of do it all, and Javale will be like, all right, if you're gonna go um, perimeter first, and we just need a guy to clean up the boards. Yep, Javale's our guy. Yeah, um, Dwight Powell uh, on Dallas. Ooh, yeah, a that's potential as a potential trade there. Um, what about and this is a weird thing, but like, say they wanted to go all offense, and they said, all right, Jay Crowder is getting old. Let's move him out. What about Kristaps uh, Porzingis in that position? Because Kristaps wants out too. Yeah. Kristaps for Dre Crowder, Jalen Smith, a first round pick, and maybe Landry Shamit. Yeah, I mean, I think the Mavericks, that, that's really dependent on the Mavericks and what they want to do because uh, they're, they're obviously building the team around Luka. It's not, it, it's not a Kristaps Porzingis show. It's the Luka show. And right. can they coexist? That, that's the real you know, that's the real challenge. I don't know if you bring these young guys and you become a better team. Uh, you, you throw these like hodgepodge of guys from, from Phoenix uh, into the Mavericks organization. I don't, I don't know how exactly that would work, but mm-hmm. you do get some picks and hopefully you draft well. Um, the Mavericks are right now are, are in that like middle of the road pack right now. So, so what do you, what can you do? I think you have a, I, th- I still think you have a better chance of winning if Chris stops, continues to play well like, like he has in the last few weeks and we uh, could take you to the promised land uh, see the thing is like like if we look at the playoffs in the last couple of years like Kristaps really didn't play like when Luca was doing what Luca does yeah I know yeah it's Kristaps is nowhere to be seen so like I think it's kind of been proven maybe that Kristaps is not going to be a solution a long-term solution in uh Dallas it's just not going to work whereas um so, like, regardless, like, I don't think he's going to be, like, when the uh, Dallas Mavericks eventually go deep into the playoffs and get maybe into the conference finals, Chris Hoss will not be on that team that does it. What do you need? In, because the Dallas Mavericks are a turnover-heavy team, a Luka-dominant team, but they can't really play defense. So what do you need to take the, to, to fill those roles? And you can replace Chris Hoss out with. So I think Jay Crowder's great for that because Jay Crowder, yeah. wherever you go, is a great role player. Great role player. He, like, and he can and play he, D. And he, and he was at, he was at Dallas before. I mean, he 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 had a stint. Oh yeah, right? yeah. He had yeah. a stint in Dallas. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that's bad. But you're you're right because Luca is not you know is not the best defender. I think I think that's that's widely known. Um, gumpy. He is a little too gumpy. And then you know, Kristaps obviously doesn't try on defense. Like like Kristaps' ceiling right now. This is kind of crazy to say. It, it's higher than DeAndre Ayton's because of his shooting ability. Oh yeah. But if I he, totally if he did the things, if he did the things with his size that DeAndre Ayton does, dude, Kristaps would be great. Mm-hmm. I totally um, agree. But you're right. I think the, the Mavericks need uh, defense and guys who can support Luca on the on the defensive end. Because you think about their lineup right now, like Seth Curry, right? Is Seth, Seth Curry's or Seth Curry went to Philly, but uh, um, uh, they Brunson, have um, Brunson, Dylan Brunson, Trey yeah. Burke. Trey Burke, um, Tim Hardaway, like I'm Tim Hardaway. These are non non defensive guys. Mm-hmm. Finney Smith yeah. can maybe play, but I don't know how I don't know how good he is. No, I, none of them can play defense at all. Um, and if you look at this, like the like, I think I, I always mentioned this, like Dallas Mavericks are the top of their division, but they still get scored on way more than they score. Uh, their defense is is awful. Yeah. So yeah, I would say for the Suns, like I mean. 
no need to change no need to change the ship when when they're playing so great like you, you don't maybe you don't need to change anything but a few add some crew members yeah. there yeah yeah add some crew members basically yep all right what do the uh, nets need to do <coughs> all right the nets need to find a point guard um Kyrie's not in let's let's get Kyrie the fuck out of that place and yeah. it's time to it's time to it's time to find a new point guard and I think Damian but Lillard James is Harden, the guy. But, J- but James Harden is your point guard yeah he doesn't want it. he's doing it for the team I don't think he wants to play point guard I don't think uh, I think he does I, got, I think he does want so? to play point I think he does want to play point guard I think he wants to score man he, he he's like I was watching a game I think it was him versus um it was the Knicks versus MS and James Harden, I know he wants to take the ball at the end. Yeah. But he's like, yeah. he's passing it off to uh, KD. That was a good game. That was a good game, by the way. Great game. Yeah. Great game. Julius Randle kind of lost his head, which kind of yeah, yeah. helps help him lose it. But um, KD, again, helped them take him to the promised land. But the thing is, like, James Harden, he, I think like, he, he, he's not going to be arrogant because he knows the, like, the team already has a situation with Kyrie. Like, he's, he's doing a good thing for the team. Like, he's like kind of taking it for the team. Mm-hmm. But he wants to score. The guy's like his numbers are bad. He knows it. He's getting frustrated on offense when he can't score. Um, he's not showing it, but you can see like all right, James Harden will not want to give that ball up to KD to run the offense in the crunch time. He wants to score too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like here's here's how I see the Nets. Like if you told me this year how they would be, I would have said, oh my god, they're so oozing with talent. They have all the players. But mm-hmm. in a way, they're less. They have less depth than they did last year. Yes. Um, yep. You know, Shamit played really well for them. I'm gonna say that yep. Shamit played well for them last year. Bruce yep. Brown still there, but you know that guy's not gonna get you double-digit scoring. Yep. Uh, Joe Harris not shooting the ball as well as he did last year, right? Like he's he's only averaging 11 points a game for the and money they don't that have, he got uh, paid. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, he should have been producing more. Blake Griffin is a non-factor on that team. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I will say the one bright spot is Patty Mills. Mm-hmm. I Patty agree. Patty Mills is, is, is balling for them from on the bench. Um, and then really you just have a bunch of players that aren't really going to do much. Like, I don't know. I don't know how Claxton's growth has been. James Johnson is a perennial, you know, journeyman. Journeyman. Yeah. yeah. Heavy, rich, heavy depth player. Heavy. Yeah. Heavy depth player. And then you know you really just got a team centered around KD and James Harden, and and that's pretty much it. So I think if they need to make a trade, they got to be aggressive, and you got to see what you can do to get value out of Kyrie. Yep. Like and put him in a put him in a city that actually like you know put him in a city that doesn't care about the vaccine. Put him in the South. Just go put him in Miami or something, or like somewhere yeah. that really doesn't care. Or hmm. I was just thinking, like, all right, John Wall wants to play. Oh, John Wall. That's a great idea. John Wall goes to uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Kyrie goes to Houston. Uh, Kyrie gets to play with that 88 Jalen. Um, and John Wall gets, like, you know, he's free. And he's not great, but he has KD and uh Yeah, he doesn't James need to Harden. be great. John Wall yeah. can still ball, but he yeah. doesn't need to score. He just needs to pass and, and yeah. run the tempo. Yes. I love hey. that, actually. John Wall, yeah. Let's put John Wall on the Brooklyn Nets. All right, there's a point guard for you. And then for the other pieces, you know, tra- after the trade deadline, all these bet minimums come up. So just do what they did last year. Pick up disgruntled stars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, dude, nowadays, like, if you're trying to get rid of these pieces, like, who is going to pick up Blake Griffin? 
Like no one, no, no one. one. He's done. His his days are over. Yeah, great. The one thing I kind of miss, I, I wish that um, Nets didn't do is get rid of Dinwiddie. He was injured last year, but Dinwiddie should have. If he stayed on that team, he'd have been great. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It would have been perfect for for where, yeah. If they knew that a year ago, yeah. And and what I, the state I, of this team would have been? Yeah, Dinwiddie. Because then, like, all right, you don't need Kyrie anymore. Yeah. So, so sad. It's such a sad thing. The Kyrie situation, like, I know you guys uh, don't like the Nets that much because, you know, the Knicks are the team in New York. But if you think about that team, like, these guys came, like, DeAndre uh, uh, Jordan and Kevin Durant came because they, they said Kyrie's going to lead us to the promised land. He's going to be there. And Kyrie just gave up on that team. It's, it's so sad. Yeah. <clears throat> just one other name throw, to throw out there is uh, Kemba Walker. Um, I, I think he's out of the rotation, right? But does he, is there like the whole like 60 day restriction where he can't be traded because he just signed or can he oh, be traded? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they're looking to trade Walker, uh, with John wall being a potential target. <laughs> John wall in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, but right, Utah jazz next. Okay. Utah jazz. Um, I mean, they picked up some nice pieces this year. I, I'm not going to lie. And, like, I mean, they're the fourth seed. Um, right. the Let's be honest, league. though. Are they going to go deep in the playoffs? Probably not. So what do they need, yeah. Farno? Um, so Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell are probably settled at the starters. Uh, yeah. Bogdan- yeah. I really like Bogdanovich on I the small too. court. I think he should <clears> stick. <throat> I uh, do, they too. Probably, yeah. They probably need a point, uh, like a point uh, ah, power forward, so a four position. Royce O'Neal. Yeah, I, I think that could always upgrade that guy. I mean, they do. They they picked up Rudy Gay, and Rudy Gay was a was in the sixth man contention last year. So you got Jordan Clarkson and Rudy Gay coming from your bench, which is kind of fire, actually. Oh yeah, and Joe Ingles. Don't forget about Joe Ingles and Joe Ingles, six, six, dude, six man and, guy, dude, and they have Hassan Whiteside. Yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty de- it's a pretty deep team, but you know, I, I like I feel like that they're one more top tier talent away from from being a more complete team and look I, i'd be willing to trade a, a, a bogdanovich or or a joe ingles no you can't trade joe ingles like think about the market of utah mostly white people and <laughs> joe ingles is the, the perfect representation of the embodiment mm-hmm. except he's liberal and they're more conservative but you know joe ingles Australian is perfect too. yeah he's perfect for that team yeah i mean i i yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to think like who are the tradable pieces here to to get and who do you need? Um, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say like take Royce O'Neal out, take Pas- uh, Eric Pascal out, uh, and maybe maybe even trade like a Jared Butler who is um, you know he's a rookie a couple of years ago. Yeah, uh, and uh, use those pieces plus maybe a, a pick to get uh, who's like a four that needs to play uh, hasn't been uh, performing. Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Who's it? Who's a good four like they could use? Yeah, I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe like um, Derek Favors. Yeah, yeah. Did they just have Derek Favors last year though? Oh, they did. Yeah, they got. Yeah, yeah. they got rid of him. Yeah. Um, what about? Oh boy, um, Xavier Tillman on Memphis. On Memphis, starter. He could play starter. He's a backup. You don't even need to give up that much. But yeah, uh, the Memphis Utah trade team is very, uh, very common these days. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe Xavier Tillman takes that and he like crashes boards and what about Montrez Harrell? I don't know why would the Wizards would give him up, but yeah, my, yeah, I don't know if the Wizards would give him up. Who are some other? Um, oh, who are some Laker players that could get, get uh, they could get rid of because LeBron hates them. Yeah, uh-huh. I, that, that's a that's a good one too. Should we should we do Chicago and then finish with the yeah. Lakers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. All right, all right. So Chicago, so, Chicago, you tell me. This is your hometown team. Not my hometown team. It's the team I hate. Probably the team I hate. <laughs> uh, it's not the most. No, no, the Lakers I hate the most, but uh, it's one of the teams I hate the most. I mean, Chicago and Detroit hate, hate each other historically. So let's so, see. There's, uh, there's an argument. There's an argument for bringing on someone to supplement Vucevic because he he hasn't been great this year. Yeah, they're, they're a, obviously very deep in terms of their guard play, just given the the Lonzo, Caruso, mm-hmm. DeRozan, Levine tandem. Yep, and Ayodo Sumo, who's actually really good. The yeah, Illinois, so, yeah, rookie. Yeah, um, and you got Patrick Williams too, right? Who are a lot, a lot of people are pretty high on actually. The thing is, that Patrick Williams out for the year, and yeah. then the, their backup to Patrick Williams was Javante Green, who's also out now. So they're they're in a little bit of trouble at the at the uh, you know three and four spot. Just so that's what depth. I'm saying. I feel like you need to find someone. Uh, who can help Vucevic or, or when Vucevic is on the bench, like, I feel like they need a big guy. A big guy that can also shift out to the perimeter. I'm thinking Aaron Gordon, but Aaron Gordon's never going to leave Denver. Aaron Gordon is trash, by the way. But he can, like, he can play the Roy. He's not terrible. Yeah, He's, I mean, I, I don't I know. Can, I, I, he, what did he do in Denver? I feel like he didn't do anything. Yeah, he's still there. It's just, yeah, he he like, he's not what they paid. He 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 they pay yeah. a premium for him. Yeah, but he can he can run it if he needs to. Yeah, just not very well. Yeah. Uh, I but, mean, maybe right. like a Marvin Bagley. Bagley would pay the five, so Vucevic is back up, which is good. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Tony Bradley's works. not bad. Um, what about um, oh, who's that guy in on Washington? Um. Gafford, Gafford, yeah. yeah, Gafford. Gafford's really good, and he—I mean—he used to play for Chicago. I think they—they they regret trading him, but I think Gafford would be great for this team right now. They, they just uh, need to bring back. Uh, this, they should just bring back Joakim Noah. <laughs> yeah, from whatever surfing he's doing. What about? Um, I mean, the Pistons. I mean, you can get rid of Kelly Olynyk, and he can go to this team. Yeah, yeah, Kelly Olynyk is a great fit for that. But the yep. Pistons, Pistons deserve something. Deserve something good in return. Yeah, they're going to get nothing from the same. They're going to get nothing. (laughs) Get Caruso. (laughs) Um, Dude. How's uh, how's Cade playing, by the way? Cade's playing well. The thing, the problem with Cade is, so he's now developing, like, he can shoot now. He can, he plays great defense. He can play a great uh, facilitator. Although he takes a little bit of risk, which, you know, creates a lot of turnovers. But rookies make a lot of turnovers. It's just a rookie thing. The problem with Cade, though, is, you know, we expect him to be clutch in the end. And he, he has the decision-making. Like, he's like Kobe, his rookie year. Like, he wants to take that last shot, but he's not making it at all. And he's, he's missing it pretty badly. So, yeah. I see a lot of Kobe in him in terms of just the mentality. But um, he just needs – and the Pistons collectively cannot make shots. It is, yeah. it, it is a cancer to that team. That that team just cannot make shots at all. Yeah, I mean, his numbers aren't aren't great, right? Like 14, 6, and 5. Uh, 
it's it's good. It's good for a rookie, but you know, <laughs> our, our hope would have been that he's at least doing 18, six and six and yes. five, but shooting shooting above 30, you know, 30 percent, 33 percent. It's a problem. And uh, I think like, we didn't realize how limited of a shooting he was because at uh, Oregon or Oklahoma State, he was shooting a lot because no one else could shoot the ball. So he's the numbers are coming up because just like he was the one with the ball the whole time. Or is not yeah. explained the NBA setting, and it's the Big Twelve. Besides Kansas, you really have nothing to, to worry about. Yeah, pretty pretty uh, abysmal field goal percentage for him. He's at thirty seven percent this year. Yeah, it's but, um, and the problem right. is also like, all right, who else is going to carry the load if he if he can't make it? Who else? Yeah, no, that makes okay. sense. Killian Hayes can. Yeah, that you know, yeah. also long development. <laughs> um, all right, to to round out and. Uh, finish up our topic for the day. Let's talk about the Lakers. Cause uh, they are definitely going to need to shake some things up. This squad is just not getting it done defensively. Um, and I, I, it's very just reminiscent of the 2018 Cavaliers team that just got completely shaken up. And I've been, I've been saying this for, for weeks now that it's going to happen. Uh, who do you think that they need to, to start getting back on the winning track? Is, is this your King? This is your King. NBA this is my king. This guy, this guy, is leading a mediocre team with Hall of Famers in this team, all stars, and they can't win games. And then this guy still, he comes back. So the NBA decides to, like, you know, mess with COVID protocols so they can get him back early. And he still proceeds to lose to Luke Kennard in his game. That's the king, huh? Um, see, see, the he, thing is, it, it's they, they gave up KCP, which was who was great for the defense. Caruso mm-hmm. was great for defense. Um, yep. You know, like really Avery Bradley is like the, I, I don't know how, I don't know how many minutes he's playing now, but like he's kind of the only guy that is like focused defensively. You think about <laughs> guys like Baysmore who should probably be more engaged. Um, yeah. You, you think Ariza. about Wayne, Wayne Ellington. Yeah. Ariza. Like, I guess these guys just haven't, you know, really played yet. I mean, Kendrick Nunn, the squad is good. It's just, they just haven't figured out their rotation. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, all right. So when you play offense, like who are, right, who's going to be the guy that you can rely on on two, both sides. That you can actually give him like 30 minutes a game to play at one position and be yeah. that guy that can carry a defense because you know, in the regular season, LeBron's not going to play defense in the regular yeah. season. AD will only play defense in games that are on ESPN. Well, he kind of um, has to, otherwise they're not going to, they're going to be in the play in. They, they're going to be in the play-in, I think, regardless. Yeah. I think this yeah. is a play-in team that's in the making, uh, unless – and I don't even know who they're trying because they wanted um, uh, Buddy Heald. And they, yeah. they, there's, there's a lot of discussion about them getting Buddy Heald, but now with Ross's contract, there's no way they're getting Buddy Heald. Yeah. Um, they could try for Damian Lillard, but, again, Damian can't play. Like, he's okay at defense. He tries, but yeah. nothing spectacular. Yeah, and I feel like every time the Lakers always look to offense, and they pick up defense early in the year, and they look at offense when they make trades. Yeah, um, and there's not really the, like a, in this league because of yeah, as you mentioned well, a couple of years ago uh, or a couple of episodes ago when the handshake left, people don't care about playing defense. They're just gonna all right, let's run up our numbers so we can score more than you, and that's yeah. what you have to do to win in the West at least because the top two teams are teams that can just run up the score on you. Yeah, I, I still I still have a little bit of this that part of me that still thinks that this squad has what it takes. Like 
it, once they, I don't know what Vogel's doing, but like, dude, Trevor Ariza can play defense. Like, it, it, Anthony Davis, LeBron, like, they can play defense. Like, Carmelo can, you know, he cannot can, play defense. He cannot, cannot play defense. Yeah, he, he can't. I, I agree, but like, put, give more time to Avery Bradley. Like, get, give, give more time to like have like Rajon Rondo play at, like as the backup point guard. Kendrick Nunn can defend on the perimeter. Like, I, they have the pieces. Just like, I, I don't understand like why, why they just don't try on defense this year. Let me ask you this Do you think Frank Vogel is the right guy to lead this team or is he going to be gone midseason? I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't know if he is. I mean, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt because he won the championship. And I, and I do think he is a good basketball coach, but like the wheels are really starting to fall off. Yeah. And I, I hate saying this, but like LeBron can't play with like all the coaching. There's only one coach that LeBron really plays well with. And that's uh, Ty Lue. Yeah. And like Ty Lue's not available. Like who's like Ty, because the thing about Le- LeBron needs and the way that LeBron's successful and the way he plays like leads the team championships is all right. I want my guys in every single one of my roles and they know exactly what they're going to do. It's like with yeah. those, that those Cavs teams, Every guy was a LeBron pick. Yeah. And yeah. right now, I don't think uh, DeAndre Jordan's not a LeBron pick. Uh, he's fine, but he's not a LeBron pick. Yeah. Uh, Avery Bradley's not a LeBron pick. I mean, was Westbrook a LeBron pick? That's that's stupid on his end. I think it was, to be honest. But oh, that's horrible. That's it was horrible. just like I mean, a bad. I'm, I'm sure Palinka. You know, I was like, oh, we got to get Westbrook back home to LA. Like LeBron, what do you think? And LeBron was probably like, yeah, I can play with Brody. And now you just have a very clashing style of two ball dominant players who yeah although i was watching that game yesterday and ironically brody was passing in the end he was like he was giving yeah because he's yeah because he i think everyone realizes that his mind goes full stupid under under two minutes to play yeah but he uh, he, he, he he did not choke that game away it was actually malik monk who just couldn't play defense on um on uh canard Luke canard yeah what about, I mean, Luke Kennard can play okay defense. What about getting him? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'll pick I him mean, up, but the Clippers probably say, like, all right, we, we have a better shot of winning the championship this season than the Lakers right now. Because think about yeah. the Clippers right now. They're in a playoff position with no Kawhi. No Kawhi, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Lakers, I'll leave it to you guys to decide how, how you guys are going to fix the Lakers because I, I, I root for their demise. Um, but if anything, <laughs> they need they need like a. a I want to see. It, I want to see it play. I want to see it play out. Like at least, well, we have till February, right? To to see mm-hmm. to see if a team start to make moves. Just let the ship right itself. Once people come back from injuries, and then if it's still not working mid January, fire sale. Just yeah. fire sale. These uh. These players. What about trading? Um, Either, I mean, you're probably not going to trade LeBron, but maybe trading AD because once LeBron leaves, all right, this conversation's over. No, but trading him for <laughs> trading him for uh, like either Damian Lillard or trading him for uh, get Russell Westbrook out too, like get Damian and maybe um, uh, Robert Covington. <laughs> I mean, I think he, I think I think LeBron wants the big guy that that can score and the versatility of of AD. I I, I think I think AD is the best player for right, LeBron. Here's, here's this. AD goes to uh, Miami for Bam Adebayo. So AD and Westbrook to Miami for Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero. No, dude. That team would suck. The Lakers would be worse. They would definitely be worse. Yeah. 
Nah, I, I, they they need they need they need to do a one for if <laughs> their best option for the Lakers is a one for one swap of Brody versus Lillard. <laughs> yeah, that'll never happen. Yeah, Portland would laugh at them. Yeah, I'd be like, there was also uh, like Taylor Horton Tucker who has a lot of talent, but he's just sitting on their bench. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a good offer of a trade ship right there. Yeah. All right, last one, last one, last one. Russell Westbrook. And uh, Taylor Horton Tucker for Cade Cunningham. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I mean, I think we would all do it. Cole I would not. Cole. Hell no. Hell no. As a Pistons fan, hell. As a Lakers, as a Lakers fan, we would. Yeah, but but no, whoa, that, whoa, would, that would whoa. ruin the Pistons. See, that would ruin the right. Pistons. Whoever listens to this podcast right now, you just heard Mordak's <laughs> true loyalty come out right here. And this is going to be a conversation for next. This is a conversation uh, next year. for next for next year. Yeah, when we talk about the fans of a player versus fans of a team, but Mordak just clearly said, look, look, as look, a fan look, of the Lakers, look if the if the Pistons are already bad and they're playing the Lakers, I want the Lakers to win. But but yeah, I dude, yes. Oh, this is blasphemy right dude, here. Dude, oh dude, my why, god, why ruin the chances of 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 another team when you're already dude? The Pistons are going nowhere this year. They're going nowhere. If that's the story our team. Was different, if the story was different, yeah, obviously. Like, All right, let me ask you this then. If Michigan football was yeah. two and whatever, awful team, yeah. and they're playing – I don't like any other college football teams. I support Michigan. They're in and they're out. I don't support any other college football team. The NBA like, is not like that. I think it should be like that. That's the thing. That's a conversation for next week. Like, that's All right. right. It, All this right. is uh, – it's just, this is ridiculous. All right. The Lions. <laughs> you want the Lions to lose, like, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes. Because I know you're a Brady guy. Yes. The Lions oh my season God. ended before it even started. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Don't, All right if there are any, any NBA player, NBA teams looking to recruit fans, don't pick this guy. <laughs> All right. I'll, All right. Uh, appreciate you listening in. Uh, Garno, great catching up as always. See you next yep. week. Yeah, I am so sad right now. Roll Tide, go blue. Go blue. Michigan State still is better, but um, that's College that. Football playoff, baby. All right. It's back. Yeah, and basketball's coming soon. See ya. All right. See ya.